Oh no, now the knee. Oh, well, that was it. Manu, what's he done there? He sold the dummy with a knee injury. It's a fake knee injury. Manu set up and tried for Momorowski. It's the next tackle. He gets an offload. He goes back and gets the football. Probably feels a cramp coming on in the back of his calf. Oh. And then just <laughs> takes off. Oh, what a beauty. So. You pick which has been the better moment. The bloke kicking the ball back from the traffic at the southern end, or Manu, the cramp, the fibber, and takes off to set up a try. Right, welcome back, ladies and gents, to another episode of the Supercoach Tragics podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Got myself a new toy. You've been playing around with some live, um, going live on YouTube tonight as well as Facebook. Um you know, it looks a bit better, a bit more professional now, a bit more better than what we're used to. So, um, might be a bit in for a bit of a show for our viewers tonight. Um, Glenn, mate, how was your week last week, mate? Yeah, it wasn't a good one, mate. 1,255. Um, I went down 800 spots, which is not too bad for me. I was doing, I mean, I, I haven't had a good year anyway, so I, I don't own um, Marzu and. I looked at buying him last round, but I've been holding my trades for the last round. I've got this feeling everyone's going to be out. So I've got 18 for this round. So I thought I'm just going to hold on to him. But maybe I should just bought him three weeks ago when I could have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's right. Well, I had a pretty decent week in the end. I started off a bit slow. A lot of players I missed out on, like DWZ, a couple of really big scores there. Made me feel upset. Um, but managed to make a few sneaky little trades in the end. And um, I brought in Katoa for Koala Matangi. Good little trade there. Um, nice little score for me. And then, um, yeah, I brought in a Sarko as well with the 79 there. So, And here's the kicker. I sold a Trell Mitchell last week as a head-to-head move, and it paid off. So very, very uh, a very lucky trade, I would say. I needed to make a trade that was a bit different, but it worked out pretty good. So, yeah, 1379, snuck back in the top 1,000. So pretty happy with that result there. Um. Let's get started. Uh, we'll start off as per usual with our overall leaderboard catch up. I'll just let you know what you shared it to the group, uh, the tragedy group, not the page. That's yeah, fine, mate. I fixed it though. Cool. Fantastic. All right. So, guys, uh, let's ha- start with our leadership board there. So, as per usual, we've got the same one at the front there. Here come the Bears with Glenn coming in at fourth overall, sneaking up two extra spots, which is great news there for Glenn. Uh, and in a new second place holder there is Frank's Tanks, uh, sitting 10th overall. So uh, great, great work there. Awesome work. Um, yeah, I reckon this could be a close one at the end there. I think, but I think it looks like Glenn's been at the front for a while. I think it might be um, Glenn's year. So, Alrighty, let's start the week, Glenn. Let's get going. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble! Alright guys, so Glenn, game one, mate. Panthers versus the Parramatta Eels. Who here in this game are you uh, looking at, mate? Anyone in particular? Well, I'm not looking to get anyone, but if I was going to bring out anyone this week, um, Brian Toho, Stephen Crichton would both be two I'd be looking at. I think that Parramatta... 
being at its head-to-head finals too, I think that even Dylan Brown could be a sneaky pot option for people. Yeah, I was actually thinking about as an option, depending on how team this went, was to actually sell uh, Dylan Brown against the Panthers. I was actually, but that was uh, a bit of a very short thought in my head. It wasn't a very long thought. So, um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm not really confident on any of the Parramatta players um, against this game. I think Panthers, yeah. uh, Parramatta often turn up to these games, but they're not the Parramatta of all. They haven't got Moses in there. It's going to be hard to... Dylan Brown did a good job last week, but is he going to do the what Moses normally does with controlling the game? I don't think so. Anything else before we move on to the next game, Glenn? I, I just like him playing at seven. I thought... Um, so for the Warriors-Dragons... Yeah, oh, well, there's a lot to look at here. I mean, Charles Nickel Klockstad, Dwozniak, uh, Sean Johnson, you know, it's a head-to-head final. So, I mean, that, if you don't own any of those three and you're playing head-to-head, I'd be definitely looking at bringing in one of them. Yeah, uh, one of the trades I was looking at, because I've still got Ford and he's on the bench this week and I was tempted to go forward with a few, through a few different dual position players and um, bring in Charles Nickel Klockstad as my um, last trade there. Um, that could be a sneaky little move for me. Um, so I think Chance is someone, even DWZ, very scary not to own. So, But I don't see anyone from the Dragons being yeah, worth even a look at. So, No, absolutely. I agree, especially not at head-to-head finals. I mean, I think these Panthers and the Warriors, both these sides could be high scoring, and I think both could be. Um, I mean, I, I may even bring in CNK myself this week for um, Latrell. Yeah, well, there's a sneaky player that I do like in here, but I just, I just, you need to have crazy trades, and I don't think it's really worth it. But I, I don't mind Curran starting. I like Curran as a starting edge player. I think he, but I just don't trust the minutes having Ford on the bench there as well. So. <laughs> there, there's even a scenario where he doesn't start, mate, and Ford comes on. I, I, I mean, I looked at that myself, and I, I, I agree with you. If I knew that Curran was playing the full minutes in that position, I'd be all over it. Because um, him, but I, I think there's a better one coming up in that position in second row, which would be Ellie Katoa. We'll talk about when we get to him. <laughs> oh, we'll move on to game number three, and we have Dolphins versus the Cowboys. Glenn, anything interesting, here, mate? Uh, I think for head-to-head finalists, drink water could be interesting. Um, I've had a few people mention Dearden to me. I don't hate it. Um, the Dolphins do defend fairly well. But um, I still think Zarko's a play. But, yeah, Drinkwater's the only one that really stands out. He, Lukey, Leilua, yeah, not really. Just just Drinkwater's the only one. Yeah. You look at other positions like 5, 8 and stuff, and Dearden's got his moments in him, but that's just like... Dearden would be, in my opinion, he'd be that guy that you get if you're failing head-to-head, and it's the last two games. So it's like, yeah, yeah how Mary. But because he's playing the third game, I just, he just, yeah, can't do it. So... Um, yeah, honestly, I'm not a big fan of anyone. I've got um, Nick Arima in my team still. I still think he goes all right in this game, uh, playing at rookie, playing at fullback. So, um, yeah, I don't mind having Nick Arima in this game. He's one of those guys that kind of just jump out and he'll score like 10 points at half time, and then all of a sudden he just gets involved in everything and then gets this quick, quick 60. So, nothing too drastic or major, but good enough if you ask me. So, yeah, I like him at 5'8 too. I, I, mm. I really like him. Five eight. He's a ball player, and I mean, and there'll be a bit of defence in there as well, which is he doesn't get at fullback. So 
I don't disagree with you on um, Nikorima. Yeah, I, the one thing I didn't like too much was I was, I was a bit nervous watching it was last week when um, when um, was it Harrison Edwards went off the field and he just played uh, in hooker and he just he wasn't he was getting more base I guess but he really wasn't taking um, many attacking tactics. he was just doing a catch and pass and then tackling like a beast. Uh, but then in, towards the end there, he comes on and starts playing like a roaming centre role almost. It was pretty handy. But yeah. Yep. Wouldn't be trading him in. So no. next, next game, we've got the Storm versus the Titans. There's two players in this game that I haven't got and I am so scared not to own. So and that's uh, Munster and Grant. Uh, your thoughts, Eglin? Yeah, I'm not as scared as Munster as you are. Um, the ones that I am in this side that I think are really interesting is Xavier Coates down that left edge versus the Titans side who leak on that right side. I actually like him for this game. I think Will Warbrick, I mean, the Storm are playing to their right side really well. Uh, a lot of sides play left. They're playing to their right side. As you see, Warbrick's got three tries last week. I think uh, for those that have got a sketchy head-to-head and they want a, a little pod move, I think you, you couldn't go too wrong with Mick Meaney, Will Warbrick, uh, Xavier Coates. Cameron Munster, Harry Grant. But the one I really like is Eli Katoa. I mean, last week he had two try assists just on fire and I sold him my draft um, like two <laughs> rounds ago when he was on the bench because I needed to clear out the bench to get a bench score. You know how you loop your bench in? I had to take him out when yeah. he was on the bench and it ended up costing me the next week. Look, my opponent that I'm playing in the final this week has him. He bought him. He, he actually thanked me for him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, no, I was um during my head to head last week. I was down by this by I think it was Friday night. My projection was like two hundred and fifty points below his. It was that bad. I had the worst two nights of football, and then I had to make some crazy drastic changes. And I went Kawhi Matangi to Katoa, um, knowing that Katoa has a ceiling. Uh, I needed to have one of those players, and it paid off. And um, yeah, very, very grateful for that because it ended up helping me win that head-to-head, which was a very big shock to me. So, Yeah, nice. Anyone else? Look, I actually look. No, I mean, all the ones that I just mentioned I really like. I think Harry Grant could be a good C option this week. Uh, we'll, we'll get to all the C options. I think there's quite a few this week. But no, no one else really, mate. Just, just the ones I mentioned. A few of those backs look interesting. I think they could win this by a big score, which makes Meany as a goal kicker interesting. What is interesting about this game, though, is Ryan Pappenhausen's the 19th man, and there could be a chance that he comes in through the uh, roaming role as a lock, or he could maybe even come in and push one of them wingers out and push Meany to the wing. So keep your eyes on the team list. Yeah, I'm not too fussed about many going to the wing, frankly. Um, I'm more concerned about him not kicking goals. But um, yeah, yeah no, I think um, one, one thing, um, well, that was one of the moves I was planning on making, actually. If I was to sell Dylan Brown, it would be Dylan Brown to Pappenhausen if he started. Um, that'd be a risky move to make, but it's one of those Hail Mary moves. It's just you need to have those in the back of your mind just in case you need them. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm more nervous. I think he comes from the bench. I think he thought yeah, the bench he does play. So, um, yeah. Um, with uh, the Titans, um, there's two players here that I haven't got, and I'm normally not overly happy with having them. Not I haven't them in my head to head to play on it, but I'm actually not too worried too much this week. And that's for Fida and Tino for Sulamala Awi. 
Uh, your thoughts here? Do you reckon these guys get shut down by the storm, or do you reckon they do a big score still? Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, the storm defend very well, but they where they do leak is on their edges. And for feeders, late moves to the. I mean, you could see a possible try assist out there, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be afraid of him either, mate. Not versus storm. The storm and the Panthers defense. You know, defense is really good. Yeah, defense yeah, well, super like coach scores really well. And that was the reason why death road um, for feeder. He's been scoring really well considering the teams he has been playing, but it hasn't been yeah. scary enough. I've been counteracting them with players like Katoa and players like yeah. when Ford tons up. So very lucky. All yeah. right, we'll move on to the next game. And we've got the Roosters versus the Tigers. Um, some big news here. We've got Manu at fullback and we all know what he can do there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you don't know Manu and you're playing head-to-head finals, he might be one you want to bring in. I mean, you know he averages huge at fullback. Having said that, I said it last week in the chat, and the guy, I said Tigers defend Supercoach scores really well. And the guy turned around and someone in the chat turned around and said, oh, not since uh, what's-his-name's been out. So I actually went through and got all the numbers and had a look. And there still was no scores over 100. And against last week, against the Warriors, there was no score over 100. And last week, there was no score over 100. However... I think Suwali and Joseph Nanu in this game could uh, score mm. well. Yeah, 100% agree. I think there's... Um, uh, I was even liking... Because I've got Tupo in my team as well. And I'm pretty sure... Is Tupo on the right edge or the left edge? Left. When you, left. Yeah, so he's up against Nofo. So I'm actually really excited about owning Tupo this week as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think he's a nice little play this week. Well, um, interestingly enough, it's the right wing where we've been leaking, mate. The other wing. Uh, our left. So the right... Uh, the right second rowers and right um, wingers have been scoring against us. That's where our points have been coming against the Tigers. But I, I do agree with you versus Nofaluma, but it hasn't been leaking as many points in there as you might think. Yeah, I think um, I think one big call out for that edge. I know there is Nofo on that side. We very much know Nofo is very notorious for leaking points. However, who's that second rower on that edge? And we know he can defend really well, and that's Bateman. So uh, I think that could be a big reason why there's less points being leaked down that edge. I think Bateman's a very good reader in defense. So speaking of Bateman, anyone in the Tigers here? Yeah, Tupo and Kapoa. No, not at all. You know, I mean, Bateman, I'd play if I owned him. Um, But apart from that, no, I I actually think this game's going to be a lot closer than people think. Yeah, um, I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm watch. still not overly impressed with the way the Roosters have been playing. They have been winning, and I get like they've been, but still not really convinced by them. Yeah. All right, next game. Let's have a look. We've got Raiders <laughs> versus the Broncos in Canberra. Um, what are your thoughts on this one, mate? You think the Broncos get it done? I think the Broncos will win the game, absolutely. I don't mind Reese Walsh. I don't mind Farnsworth, Katoni Staggs. Uh, but, you know, no Adam Reynolds. Um, that, that affects their kicking game, you know what I mean? So I wouldn't be going to great lengths. Reese Walsh is probably the only person I'd jump on. Yeah, I think the um, Broncos have been surprising everyone all year. Like, they'll have a game without Reynolds and everyone will think that they're going to collapse, but they still just come through. They've been that team that's been more consistent most of the year than in most other teams, um, which has been surprising considering what we know that Broncos can do. Broncos tend to start seasons really, really strong and then just fade out and fall out of the eight, but they've just proven us wrong this year. And I think uh, I think Broncos do a good job here. I think having Reese Walsh there 
that when A-Ray isn't there, I think Reese Walsh really does that good job of actually controlling the flow of the game too. Yeah, absolutely. Anyone for the Raiders? I know Rapana had a pretty decent week last week. Um, probably not a game, not a guy you'd want to play or purchase in this week. No, I, I wouldn't be touching him. I, I think he'll still base well. If you owned him, you could play him. But no, I mean, they, he, he does seem to play well at Canberra. I think he might be an all right draft move. I wouldn't be bringing him in for Classic, not based on what else is available. Yeah, and then we've got the two, probably the key players that most people may potentially have, and that's... Uh, Tarpany and Corey Horsburgh there. So um, last few weeks, it's been up and down with who's going to score the most points as they've been swapping back and forth. Um, I'm not sure. I think I was lucky enough to have Tarpany last week do a good job for me and win the game for me. But uh, how do you think they go? Yeah, I I think they'll go well. I mean, I think they should base well. I mean, they always do. (laughs) Um, Tarpany had a great game last week. He was was really good. You know, I I had Horsburgh Tarpon and I'll be playing both. Not that I have any uh, way of not playing them. I've only got 18 players. Mm, yeah, well, it's a funny story. I for the last, the Raiders played the very last game and I had Tarpany as my last player of difference and I needed to get 45 points from Tarpany to win and I'm looking at his last week's score and it was exactly 45 points. And as the game started, all the other games updated and all I needed him to get was 30 points. And then he comes out and busts out a massive 91 and I was like, all right, then I'll take that. Uh, just secure that for me, which is really good. So, yeah, he had a good game. Mm, all right, we'll move on to the next game. That's Bulldogs versus uh, Manly. So, I'm going to tip potentially an upset in this game. Um, your thoughts here, Glenn? Yeah, I don't agree with you. I think uh, it depends what happens with Garrick. If Garrick plays, there's some rumors now that he is going to play. Um, there's some stories on NRL 360 tonight that he's, he may back up and play, even with the back issue that he's got. Um, I think Manly are actually playing some pretty good football. Um, but we'll see how it plays out. But um, Ben Trebojevic named at second row is interesting. But the only person of interest for me in this game is Daly Cherry Evans. If you want a super pod, I think DCE could be that man. So if you're, you know, it's the second last game of the round. But if, you, if you're in a position where things are looking pear-shaped and you need someone... Uh, in the half position, um, DCE could be your play. Yeah, DCE has been just turning it up the last few weeks. Um, up yeah. against the pan, up against the Panthers. Still think he owned Cleary that first half, and which is, and that's big yeah. coming from me as a big Cleary fan. So, um, but yeah, I think um, a team with nothing to lose have no fear. They just go out and just throw the ball around, have some fun, and they are dangerous. And that's why. Um, if Garrick doesn't play, I'm really not convinced by Manly. I think DCE has so much on his plate already to manage the whole team. Yeah. Then to have to worry about the fullback position as well, it, it would just be too much for him, I think. And that's why I reckon the Bulldogs, if Garrick doesn't play, actually have a chance to maybe get a close win in this game. But that's just yeah. my bold prediction for the week. Anyone from the Broncos you'd yeah, be interested in? No, I don't in, disagree on that. If, uh, if, what was that? I'm oh, sorry, anyone for the Broncos? The, say, um, anyone the from Broncos, the Broncos? Oh, the, 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 Bulldog, Bulldogs. the Bulldogs, mate. Sorry, I, I saw the Bulldogs, yeah. Go. Anyone no, the not Bulldogs really, but I mean, I like the Army kick out. But the two that I've been playing really well has been Avarillo and Caraz. I mean, Avarillo the week before last had a 17. But apart from that, for the last eight or so weeks, he's not been under 60. Um, he's had two under 60s now. <laughs> uh, but but Carras sixty one last year uh, last week. I mean, he's he's basing phenomenal. 
you know what I mean, um, for, for draft. I don't know about if they've got the ceiling, though, where I'd bring them in for um, Classic, mate. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. I think this is... Um, well, I, I don't mind teams playing it because Manly are leaking a bit of points as well. But, yeah, yeah, no, I just can't think of it. I think there's two teams here that leak points. It could be a high supercoach scoring game, but I don't know if I can pick any of them out of a hat. Really, I don't think, I don't think we're going to... The top scorer in this game, I reckon, is going to be someone that surprises everyone. So, Absolutely. Yeah. All righty. Last game of the week, we've got the Knights versus the Sharks. Um, how do you see this one got playing out, Glenn? I actually think this will be a low-scoring game. I think both these sides are playing really good football. I mean, the, the Sharks have been up and down. Like, they haven't shown me the consistency I like. But seven wins in a row, they're playing their eighth game the Knights at McDonald Stadium. Kalen Ponga, Dane Gagai, Bradman Bess, Greg Marzu, throw a stone at any one of those, mate, and you couldn't do too bad. So if you... At, if you need someone late in the round that you want to pick up, I, I actually like Gagai. If you don't, if you already got Marzu and you want to jump on someone else, and Gagai is just basing incredible. He just needs one attack stat to get a decent score. Um, Talakai is the other one I like, uh, although they're up first. Bradman, Best, and Gagai, who, who are both defending really well this year, I, I think they're playing some really good football. Kalen Ponga, obviously. I mean, if you don't own him, what have you been doing? Everybody should own Kalen Ponga. He should be a hundred percent owned, um, but. If you don't and you're playing head-to-head finals this week, that's who you want. Kalen Ponga, he is just on fire. He is playing probably the best football I've seen him play since, apart from the first year he came into grade. You know, like it's probably the best season I've seen from him. Yeah, every single time he touches the ball, it's like you just expect a line break or a line break assist. He's looking so dangerous. Um, yeah, it's been really good to watch, actually, seeing him back to his best, earning that big paycheck, so... And that step, I mean, what he did last week, he ran backwards to go forwards, and that was incredible. He mm. kind of ran back and then stepped around through the centre. I can't even remember who it was, but it was just, it was electrifying. I mean, as a non-owner of Marzu, it was frustrating, and I had I own Ponga, so everything was coming off Ponga, but it was all going to Marzu, and I was like, yeah, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> you know, it was like frustrating, and I could have bought him last week. Like, I, I was in a position to do it. And I didn't again. I've just been holding these trades for the last round, thinking, oh, well, they're going to have all these mass restings. I'll have a couple of trades to throw at it and we'll see what happens. <laughs> but from the other side, I mean, Nico Hines, you know, look, I, I I don't know if Hines scores as well in this game. So if you wanted to jump on someone like a Sean Johnson for Hines, I wouldn't hate it. Um, but I don't hate um, Talakai and I don't hate Connor Tracy. I think Connor Tracy at the back has been scoring really well. Plays to that left side really well. Um, I'd be playing all my. I'd be playing Nakora. Yeah, I've got um in this game. I've got Ronaldo as well, who I almost have to play now if Garrick's ruled out. So, um, but yeah, I think um I, I, I don't, I'm not too fast on Ronaldo. I think that um the middle defence from the Knights has been really really impressive um the last seven weeks now. Um, yep. but I think anyone can get a. A try on the wing, so I'm still think um, Ronaldo has a chance to get some points here. So, but, you know who's really yeah. impressed me from the Knights, mate, has been um, Crossland, Phoenix mm. Crossland. Like I've watched him play for a couple of years now, where he's only did little stints coming off the bench, and I thought this kid's got it. But this year, he's turned up, and he's playing a tough physical game up the middle. He, he's he's really impressed me. Yeah, no, I, I picked up. I had no five eight. I had to pick up someone in the draft. A couple of when I said, I think it was when um. Who was their hooker that went down? Uh, someone went down and they needed to run real bad. They had like a 12 hookers go down, but uh, and they had to play Crossland. And I was like, oh, 
I might just sneak him in. And he's he actually scored sneakily quite well. Uh, yeah. Not very consistently, but when he gets a score, he gets a score, right? So, yeah. I'm, yeah, well, I'm playing Tando this week in the final, so that'll be an interesting one. I've got Luai <laughs> and I had Moses, so I've had to replace Moses. And I can't, I've got Trindle there, but I don't really like him. And I swapped him today to someone else. I can't remember who it was. Oh, I bought in Madden. From the um from the Broncos, I thought, why not? I, I, there was not much available to buy, so I bought in Jock Madden. Yeah, I think last time A Ray was out, Madden really did a decent job, didn't he? He um, he's a good footballer, and, and he had a really good super coach score, if I remember correctly, as well. Yeah, because uh, I've got I've got Madden as I'm in a keeper league that's um got a few like it's like you, you keep all your players. It's one of those ones where you keep it. In fact, probably in my set in the second year now, and your bench in this league is massive. You get like probably 10 players yeah. on your bench. And I've been getting these young fellas in, like I've had them fair for ages and I've had Madden there for a while. So yeah. um, he's really, really, I reckon he's definitely, especially with A-Ray, I think he's one of those ones you want to keep because A-Ray, you never know when he's going to be out. Good to have a backup. Yeah, well, I can't decide whether I play him or Trindle, but I think I'm going to go Madden. I just like the Broncos matchup better than I like the Sharks. So, um, yeah, I just think the rate, you know, all four of those sides have got something to play for. So, um, or both side, both matchups should be interesting games. But I just think the Broncos have got more strike than what I'm going to see from the Sharks versus the Knights. And uh, Hines takes more ball. Although I feel like Trindle's affecting Hines just for their record. Like I, I think they sort of negate each other from a super coach perspective. Although last week um, Hines did pretty well, but prior to that, as you see, uh, I'm death riding Hines, mate. So I'm hoping he, um, Knights do a good job on him. So. All right, well, that wraps up the games for this week. So let's move on to Trade Talk. Let's make a trade! I'm loving these little buttons, man. How good are these buttons? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Um, how, you got the one trade still, Glenn? And I have. So I've got Cody Walker at 5'8", and um, which, but what I'm doing is I'm going to VC Cleary. And um, if Cleary goes well enough, uh, either way, I'm thinking I'm just going to leave Cody there because I've got 17 players, right, uh, mm-hmm. unless Garrick plays. So I'll just get the uh, – it'll be the same anyways getting the 17th. Or the other alternative was I can sell Luttrell. I can actually bring in anybody I want, like literally in any position, the way my rotation moves other than hooker uh, and halfback, sorry. So I can bring in a 5'8", I can bring a fullback, I can bring in a centre wing or a second row. <laughs> and um, so I'm debating whether I get Elise Katoa or whether I bring in someone like a Reese Walsh, a Marzu, a Gagai, or I just or a Charles Nickel Clockstead. But at the moment, I'm thinking I don't know. I'm going to see how the Panthers game unfolds and what Cleary gets, and um and then I'll take it from there. I mean Latrell's out, so if I do sell anyone, that's probably who I sell, and um I can bring I can get a centre wing or a fullback if I do it that way. Yeah, yeah. Um... I've got the – you guys know me. I'm, I don't, I've got a lot of people that watch this show that I'm bursting in my head to head, so I don't try to tell what trades I'm going to do. But I don't really know at this stage what trade I'm going to do. I never do. I try to play it by the ear um, for the head-to-head. But I've got Jackson Ford in my team, and if he doesn't start on um, the edge and he comes off the bench, I will need to trade him out. Um, so uh, I've got a few positions available that I can – I've still got Schuster in there. Uh, hoping he stays outside of the 17. With he's on, he's named at 18. I'm pretty sure. So, if he stays outside the 17, then that gives me a bit of room to um, loop, I guess, and I guess uh, move some people around so I can get forward out. I can bring in a fullback. I can bring in a five eight. I can bring in a centre wing and a second row. So, um, 
pretty much every position I can bring in um, if I get Ford out. So, but uh, if Ford does play on the edge, I won't need to worry about trading that at all. Um, I can look at someone like trading out a Garrick uh, and bringing in any fullback, any second center wing at that price. So, yeah, I haven't thought of anything. I like the idea of potentially getting Walsh or Chance. I like the idea of Chance. Um, yeah, I could go Chance. Yeah, that game is a bit um, scary. You want to be a part of that game, I feel. In, in New yeah, Zealand. well, that's what I'm thinking myself. I, I may even go Latrell to Chance, mate. I think that could mm. be the play I go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Captain, Vice Captain. Oh, Captain. My Captain. All right, Glenn. Um, <laughs> sorry, this is, I've had so much fun playing around with these sounds. Um, well, how are you going? Will you look at my VC um, captain? I'm going to VC Cleary, mate. It's pretty generic. Yep. And uh, and I've got the captain on Ponga at the moment. I just think both of them, uh, I like the matchup versus the Eels for Cleary, specifically against that edge. And um, But I, I don't hate Sean Johnson, Charles, and, uh, and the other one's Manu. I think Manu could be a sneaky pod captain this round. And I may even, depending on things, go VC Cleary, C uh, Manu. Mm, I like that a lot. I like it a lot. Um, my current VC is actually Sean Johnson. I think I prefer the matchup than the Parramatta Eels, only because I've been a Panthers fan for quite a long time, and I know that Parramatta they take it personally when they play against Penrith, and it tends to be a pretty a lot closer game than usual. Um, I get that there's players out, but it, there's just that rivalry there, and it tends to really showcase um, Parramatta's uh, competitive nature, which normally doesn't always end the best for the Panthers. So that's why I'm going to stick to SJ as vice captain. And currently, I've got the captain on Manu. I got the captain on Manu at the moment, um, but that could change to Ponga. That could change um, even to um, uh, who else I got there. Even if I do bring that Munster trade in as well, I can potentially look at trading in Munster as well if I. Um, so choose to go that way. A bit riskier go on the Munster trade, because as we all know, he was a 23 last week and Melbourne put on a few points. So, but I think, um, yeah, I think, I think I'm going to go stick generic, very gene- uh, generic and vanilla and go SJ into Manu for now. Yeah, I, I like it, mate. I, by my, I just brought in Nickel Clockstad then. Uh, so it leaves me with Gary, Burbo and Stefano on the bench, not being played. <laughs> Mm, yeah, so, okay. I'll pick yeah. one out of those four. Okay, well, I'd be picking Haas. Yeah, if he gets the menus. Uh, not uh, the wrong Haas, Titans. Oh, okay. He's, he looked pretty impressive, though, with that footwork at the line last But he week. didn't I, play 80 minutes, and that's no. the issue I had. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's got a hit Stefano, Haas, Gary, and Burbo, and I'll go Garrick 100% if he plays, but the problem is we won't know that. Well, hopefully I know that before, because um, Hass plays pretty early. Titans, where are they? Yeah, we hopefully we should know that by Saturday night, right? Yeah, we should. We'll know because it's Sunday, 2 o'clock, Saturday, 6.30. Yeah, I'll know. We should know if he's in the, in the squad, uh, if he stays in that 19. And if yeah. he doesn't and he doesn't play, I can just move it to Burbo. Yeah. I think I think Burbo, if he doesn't get injured and he plays on that edge, I think he gets a decent score. Yeah. Uh, but he, I, I, the amount of times I've brought him in at, when he when he gets the green dot next to his name, and I'm like, cool, he gets good points when he's, he plays the full eighty, and then he just gets injured, 
or, yeah. or HIA. It's just the Gerbo boys, the, the Turbo boys, uh, they are unlucky with injury. So um, it's risky, but he, if, he, if he plays the full 80 or even 60, he gets a decent score. So Yeah, they've had an interesting um, year. Just two things I wanted to say quickly. One is, um, I don't know if you heard, but Schuster may be going to the Dragons. Mm. So there's some talk tonight that Schuster's moving to the Dragons and Sam... Uh, John Morris has been moved to the Tigers. He's been stood down from South Sydney. And Sam Burgess has been punted as well. Yeah, well, Burgess. Um, yeah, I think that's a big call, man, for um, Demetrius because he's a lot, much loved person at South. I don't know how that'll go down with the Bunnies faithful. Yeah, definitely. I think um, a lot of people had a lot of respect in, in the team. A lot of players had a lot of respect for, for, for Burgess. So... Let's see, they're already they're already imploding right now. Let's see how they go next week, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh. All righty, you got some questions there, Glenn. Let's start with some your questions. Any questions? Have we got Bradley Baxter? He says, "I'm in a head-to-head grand final. I'm looking at bringing one of the following as a unique player to try and win: Sawali, to Dearden, Cobo." Which one of these four do you see scoring best this week? Oswali, Toho, Dearden, or Cobo? <laughs> Toho would be my answer. Without a, not even thought process. Yeah. So who's that edge? Who, who's the winger on the edge on the left edge of the pen? Of the sorry, Sevo. Yeah, Sevo. Sevo. I just he's not a. He's if he hits you, you stay hit. But yeah, he does. Right. Miss, he misses you a lot. I he, think he there's a lot of tries. Yeah, hundred percent. He's really yeah. bad at coming in on the centre and leaving that gap out where Toho will be. And I look, Toho uh, is an interesting one to buy this week. I'm actually tempted to go Toho over Clockstad, and I can do that. Um, I just feel that the points are there um, this week. I really do. I think um, I just don't like Crichton and Peachy. They're just both hogs. They just do not let the ball go. But I can see Cleary putting one straight out to uh, Toho uh, around Sevo. I, I, I can see it happening. In fact, I'm going to yeah. put a bet on the, the eyes up footy that Cleary has, he will see Sevo running from a mile away over his over his head, straight to Toho. I can see Absolutely. a couple of tries coming from Toho this week. Yeah, I, I, out of those, I don't, I like Toho. And in second, I would say to, um, probably Suwali. That would be my second in that pick of players. But, mate, if you want a real pod, Elise Katoa. I really like Eli Katoa. Yeah, if, you're gonna, if you're going to afford those players, you could easily get in someone like a Katoa. Playing another good another good matchup. He's playing some good footy. I was so stoked when he got that try assist for the tackle. <laughs> that was a great tackle. Yeah, absolutely. I made a joke about this. He got a try assist for that, and then like five seconds later, 12 points just rock up. I'm like, oh, sweet. <laughs> so, Yeah, he had two try assists. Two tries, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah he, nice. He really 127, good. I think he got in the end. So take that every day yeah. of the week. All right. Is that everything? That is for there. Yep. All righty. I don't think we have anything in the chat at the moment. So just have a look. So, just what uh, I wanted to add to. So when we do the Super Coach next year's guys, I'll talk this over with Dan, but we'll go at the end through the women's games for those that play Bundy Mixer at the end of the season. I won't do that tonight. Because at the end of the year, I won't go through the whole team list. But what I'll do is I'll pick my player in each position for the round. So I'll pick the second rower, the fullback, the half, and the hooker. Those those four positions for, for those who are playing Bundy Mixer. But we'll do that as of next year. Mm. Yeah, that'll start midway through the year again, won't it, next year? So 
yeah, absolutely. And yeah. don't forget, we'll have the BBL one going soon. Um, so get ready for that, and we'll be live streaming now. Yeah, all good. Love it. All right. And this is anything else. That wraps everything up nice and neat. Thank you very much for listening. Tune in next week, guys, and hope you all see some green arrows. Peace out. Uh, yes.